The commonest complications of diabetes are cardiovascular. That means complications related to heart and arteries. The numbers will shock you as 70% of diabetes patients die of heart and blood vessel complications. People with diabetes commonly die of heart attack, heart failure, stroke and blockage of other arteries of the body, leading to gangrene, kidney disease, etc. In fact, 25% of heart surgeries are performed in diabetics. Leading cause of blindness is diabetes. There is a 2.5 times increased risk of stroke in patients with diabetes as compared to the general population. Diabetes is also the leading cause of kidney disease. 50% of amputations are because of diabetes. That's the reason it's extremely important for us to address these issues. This is episode number four of Lifeline Unplugged, Diabetes and Heart, with me, Dr. Supreet Chopra. Welcome guys to Lifeline Unplugged, and I'm your host, Dr. Supreet Chopra. I'm a cardiac surgeon by profession and founder and chairperson of SC Heart Foundation, an NGO that serves underprivileged patients. We also conduct educational seminars for public awareness. Heart and lifestyle diseases, they are the biggest killers in the world today. The situation has become alarming because around 65 to 70% of deaths are due to heart and lifestyle diseases. And these diseases have caused a major setback in many families and the society, both personally and economically. Therefore, SC Heart Foundation started a campaign, hashtag Go Red for Heart, to educate people regarding heart and lifestyle diseases and other aspects of health. This podcast, Lifeline Unplugged, is an educational initiative of SC Heart Foundation. So every week, I'm going to talk to you about all of that straight to you from my heart to your heart. In this episode, I'll be talking to you about diabetes and how it affects your heart and the rest of the body. So without further ado, let me jump straight into the content for you. Welcome back to Lifeline Unplugged, and I'm super excited to share with you the pearls of knowledge from my medical career of more than 20 years. So coming back to the topic. Diabetes is one of the most common non-communicable diseases. It is also referred to as lifestyle disease because majority of its origin comes from our erratic lifestyle. Why I'm talking to you about this is because diabetes is growing in our country like an epidemic. In fact, India is slowly emerging as diabetes capital of this world. 15 to 20 percent of the urban population and 10 to 12 percent of the rural population is suffering from diabetes. In fact, there has been an overwhelming rise in the rural population recently. The number of diabetics has tripled in the last three decades. And with the current trend in the rising numbers, it is being predicted that 10% of our population will be diabetic by 2035. 
The commonest complications of diabetes are cardiovascular. That means complications related to heart and arteries. The numbers will shock you as 70% of diabetes patients die of heart and blood vessel complications. People with diabetes commonly die of heart attack, heart failure, stroke and blockage of other arteries of the body leading to gangrene, kidney disease, etc. In fact, 25% of heart surgeries are performed in diabetics. Leading cause of blindness is diabetes. There is a 2.5 times increased risk of stroke in patients with diabetes as compared to the general population. Diabetes is also the leading cause of kidney disease. 50% of amputations are because of diabetes. That's the reason it's extremely important for us to address this issue. Now, having said that, it's important to know that managing diabetes in patients with heart and artery diseases is extremely challenging. And as the patient moves ahead with diabetes in time, that is, with advanced age of the disease, managing blood sugars and dealing with its complications is highly challenging for a physician. Now, what is diabetes exactly? It is a complex metabolic disorder in which blood sugars are high for a prolonged period of time and there are disturbances in carbohydrate, fat and protein metabolism due to deficiency of insulin secretion from pancreas or the action of insulin hormone is inappropriate. Insulin is a hormone that helps in the metabolism of carbohydrates and helps our body utilize carbohydrates for the purpose of energy generation. Now, if there is a problem in insulin secretion or action, there would be inappropriately high levels of sugars in our blood. When a patient comes to us, we diagnose the patient as a diabetic based on certain tests like HbA1c, fasting blood sugar, oral glucose tolerance test, or random blood glucose. All of these tests give us an indication of carbohydrate metabolism status. Now, who are the people at risk of developing this fatal disease? People who take a lot of sugars are constantly showing high blood sugar levels. People who have poor glucose tolerance, people with insulin resistance, people who have metabolic syndrome are also at risk of developing diabetes. This is a condition where a person has high blood pressure, high blood sugar, excessive fat around their waist and deranged cholesterol levels. This syndrome increases your risk of developing diabetes, heart attack and stroke. Another condition that can lead to diabetes is dyslipidemia. This is a condition where you have deranged cholesterol levels. Obesity is another condition. This is a complex disease which involves excess amount of fat. This is not just a cosmetic concern, it's a medical problem that increases the risk of other diseases like heart attack, diabetes, high blood pressure and certain cancers as well. Whether one is obese or not is determined by your body mass index. Anything above 25 is taken as overweight. Many doctors also measure a patient's waist which is an indicator of your risk to develop certain other diseases. Another risk factor is hypertension, also called as high blood pressure. 
Also, you'll find that 60% of the diabetics will have high blood pressure. When these two conditions coexist, it increases the chances of cardiovascular complications like heart attack, stroke, neuropathy, nephropathy, retinopathy, etc. Then smoking, tobacco chewing, alcoholism, these also increase your risk of developing diabetes and other diseases like I mentioned earlier. Some people are genetically predisposed. That is, they have someone in the family suffering from diabetes. That puts them at risk of developing the disease. There are other environmental factors as well, like having processed food, refined flour, foods with high glycemic index, stress, sedentary life, all of these make you more prone to develop diabetes. There are other medical conditions that make you prone to develop diabetes like polycystic ovarian disease, also called as PCOD. Hyperuricemia, that is increased levels of uric acid in blood. Another one is acanthosis nigricans. This is a condition where the neck of a person gets darkened. You will experience it yourself or witness it around you in some people. This is a condition which is linked with diabetes. Now what happens is that high blood sugars for a prolonged period of time cause changes in blood vessels. That can lead to thickened artery walls and later lead to high blood pressure, heart failure, blockages of arteries of heart and the rest of the body causing heart attacks, stroke, gangrene, retinopathy, that is blockage of eye artery, nephropathy due to blockage of kidney artery, etc. High blood sugars can also lead to deposition of certain products that are called advanced glycation end products. This deposition in the heart can lead to a condition called cardiomyopathy, which can lead to heart failure. These products can also deposit in the eye, kidney and blood vessels, leading to damage of these organs. There is another entity called CAN, also called as cardiovascular autonomic neuropathy. Now, this condition is mostly overlooked in diabetes. High blood sugars can lead to damage of nerves and patients usually complain of sudden dizziness on changing position when they suddenly get up from bed. They can have palpitations and certain ECG changes can also be seen. This can also lead to exercise intolerance, etc. Even the newborns of diabetic mothers can get affected. Babies can develop certain heart conditions like VSD, TGA, aortic stenosis, truncus, or DORV. These names would be like Greek and Latin to you, but you have to understand that these are serious conditions which need to be seen during pregnancy. That's the reason we suggest a fetal echo, that is a scan of the heart of the baby in womb for a pregnant diabetic mother. Now, how do we screen diabetic people to check if they have any heart and blood vessel disease or not? We recommend ECG and echo as baseline tests. In some patients where it is indicated, we may also recommend stress echo or TMT or coronary angiogram, carotid Doppler, cerebral angiogram or peripheral angiogram, etc. Not all people require these tests. ECG and echo should be done at regular intervals as recommended by your doctor. The other tests in diabetics are generally performed when we see that 
the ECG shows some changes or you have certain symptoms that may or may not suggest a heart disease or some arterial disease. If you already have an established disease where you have blockages in various parts of your body, if you have a sedentary lifestyle, you are 35 years or more, you're planning to go for a vigorous exercise soon or you have bad cholesterol levels, your BP is more than 140 by 90, you smoke or have a family history of heart and arterial diseases like stroke, gangrene, kidney disease, etc. Or if you are tested positive for urine albumin, we might suggest some of these tests for you. Now, how do we treat diabetes and its complications? Our main aim would be to treat the risk factors and modify your lifestyle. This will include treatment with medicines as prescribed by your doctor, treating overweight or obesity, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, heart failure, etc. And also supplement this with uh, treatment with nutrition. There are certain foods that are good for diabetes and its complications because they are rich in antioxidant properties. These foods are rich in something called as curcumin, like turmeric. Some are also rich in another entity called as anthocyanins, like blueberry, raspberry, black rice, black soybean, black currant, cherry, red cabbage, etc. Foods rich in vitamin C, like orange, lemon, strawberries, black currants, broccoli, potatoes, etc. are also good. Grape products also have anti-obesity and anti-inflammatory action. Foods that lower your cholesterol levels are peanuts, almonds, walnut, grains, etc. These are also a good source of good fats that are required by our bodies. Other important aspects of treatment are weight loss, physical activity, reducing your salt intake, increasing fruits and vegetables in your daily consumption, restrict alcohol, cut out smoking and tobacco chewing, taking care of sleep, reducing stress or managing stress well. There have been studies that suggest that people who are genetically prone to obesity and diabetes because of their genes or family history can decrease their risk by increasing physical activity and modifying all the other risk factors that I've already mentioned. So I would suggest that you all should identify whether you guys are at risk of developing diabetes and related heart and arterial diseases with the help of all the factors that I've mentioned just now and take advice of your heart doctor, a dietitian or a nutritionist. And if you're unable to sleep or are stressed out, a psychiatrist also, so that you guys can address this issue holistically and live a quality life. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Lifeline Unplugged. You can subscribe to the show from whichever platform you're listening to this podcast. And I hope this episode made you introspect a bit and that I've brought some value to your life. Also, that you bring positive changes in your habits and live a wholesome life for yourself and your loved ones. Remember, people who love you are always dreaming their future with you around them. If I really brought some value to your lives, let me know about that on Facebook and Instagram at the rate DSC Heart Foundation and on Twitter at the rate DSCH Foundation. I shall link the profiles for you all on my Facebook page. I'm looking forward to your valuable feedback 
would love to read them all. That way, I'm always inspired to bring you guys more information, more value, and together we all live wholesome quality lives. Thank you.